So I remember I, I played the saxophone actually. It's funny how like. Oh yeah, you know. Remember that? I remember you telling me. Yeah, about I played that. the saxophone. It's just funny how like life takes whatever course it's supposed to take. And I played the saxophone with a bunch of kids. I'm thinking of one kid in particular, David Dominique. I don't know if you watched my videos, but he was in high school with me. We were pretty good friends, like even through elementary school. And um, we were both basically the same at our instrument. I was good at saxophone, he was good at the, he played the trumpet, I believe. And um, today, he composes his own music, I believe. I just see him on Facebook and stuff. He, he tours, he's like all over Europe and stuff, I think. And he's really a, a badass when it comes to to playing his instrument and like making a living doing it. He's 35 years old like me and he's, uh, he's really taking something that he loves and he's always loved because we were like in elementary school playing instruments and he, he's, he's making a life, not even earning a living because that's fucking bullshit, earning a living. He's creating a life around his love for music. I think that's the coolest fucking thing ever. But I, on the other hand, I actually dropped out because there was, um, Either you play football or you play in the marching band. You don't do both. You don't do both. And I was a little bit better at smashing people's faces in than twiddling my fingers. So I was like, well, I'll play football. It turned out for the best, I suppose. It's a funny thing, man. High school, we've got like a sport academy and then we've also got a music department. But right now, I'm like the only kid that's in both of them. Say it again? So we have like our sport academy and, oh, okay. then, and then we got like a music program as well, right? And I'm, I'm like that kid that's in both of them. And that's it's, it's, Yeah, it's funny how they, they kind of like chirp back and forth, you know? Yeah. The music, the music students are talking about the gym, like the douchebags and shit stuff. Yeah. Right? And then, like, they're talking about the geeks in the music department. And just sort of, like, geeks in the music department, yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. bring it together, I think. I don't know. I, I, I get that feeling a lot. You know, well, just look at the uniforms. <laughs> I think that's what got me. It was like, all right, I'm gonna put on a football helmet and pads. Or I'm gonna put on, like, I don't know, like, there's like a bib <laughs> that you have to wear and, like, golden pants and white sleeves and I was like yeah I'll take the football helmet <laughs> but um but my brother took it and, and he, he he earns a life he built a life around music yeah. he does some really cool stuff with his students he teaches elementary school so good choice what do you what do you see yourselves doing <sighs> retarded question though but maybe you've thought of it 10 years from now you've got that's a long time from now. Oh man, like, well, everything that I love doing changes within months, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, three months I'm playing my guitar nonstop, and then after that I'm just sprinting, sprinting all the time, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, I want to get, I want to be like on the Olympics or something, and after that you're like, oh, I want to be a guitarist, and it's like, yeah. it, it just changes back and forth, right? Like right now I'm kind of like, I love strength and conditioning. I like that connection, like, you know, watching Paul Check and you, it's just yeah. like, I love connecting the two things, philosophy and strength, right? Like, yeah, cool. like yeah, I love that stuff, right? But like. I'm gonna know what happened in six months, right? <laughs> you know what that's called? A remix. It's, it's totally a remix. Yeah. Paul introduced me to the to the remix yeah. of holistic health, philosophy, religion, and fitness. Yeah. I mean, to take the things, that, and those are all the things I love. Yeah. But people will tell you, well, either you're going to be a you know, scientist, or you're going to be a coach, or you're going to be a musician. It's like, wow, well, I'm gonna do some crazy fucking blending of this shit and I'm gonna turn it into something brand new yeah. and the world's gonna love it. That's true creativity in my mind because not to say that everything has been done and figured out because that's definitely not, what, that's definitely not true at all. Yeah. But what's available in the way of creativity now because there's so much that has been done is that much greater because you can remix. Yeah, totally. 
just like Puff Daddy began remixing music from the 70s with hip hop, it's like, yo, you just take, take I, I've been reading a lot of uh, Jung, Carl Jung, who's a psychologist, I've been reading a lot of Goethe, yeah. who's a, a, a philosopher, and I've taken a lot of work of Wilhelm Reich, and then uh, Joseph Campbell, all of which have nothing to do with weight training, and blended it with powerlifting, bodybuilding, strongman, yeah. and somehow created something that I don't think is really that prevalent, brand new. So if you love multiple different things, yeah. the, the, the gift now to the world and to yourself will be, how do I blend this shit together and create something brand new? Well, it's a shame, right? You see a lot of people, they kind of give into it, right? Like, I gotta make a living, I gotta make money, yeah. I gotta do something, right? And if you're in my spot, you know, it's like, <laughs> I could go into university and go into this science or whatever, and that gives me a better chance of getting an awesome job. Yeah. And if I go into music and I'm like, you know, gotta search for gigs and stuff, right? Like, that's a tough life, right? But, you know, Is it though? Ex exactly. You talk to guys that are searching for gigs and they're like, yeah, you know what, I don't have too much. I've been living in, on the road with my band, but it's a good time, you know? And, and when you do have a little bit and they go and they have a few drinks and they enjoy themselves, they're like, life is good. And then there are guys who have a really good job, can't stand going home to their wife, hate their fucking boss, their customers get on their nerves, and they gotta take pills so they can sleep at night, they drink their weekends away, and they're depressed. Read some John Gooden. What's that? It's a niggerous deception. Right, yeah, Seth Godin. You Seth should read Godin. The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin. He, he talks about this very thing, yeah. you know. We've been lied to about what we're supposed to do because the real gift to ourselves and to the world is to do what our heart wants us to do. Yeah. You know? <coughs> and I gotta tell you, just in my own experience, it works out. Yeah. If it's pure from your heart, my father is a really wise guy and uh, he spent some time at our house yesterday and he's just adamant, he's just been adamant since I was a kid, and I guess that's where I get it from, that as long as you follow your heart, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. You'll never have anything, you'll never be hungry, you'll never be sick, sad, or depressed, as long as your heart is at peace. You could have no food, you could have no legs, and you, could, you can't speak any longer. But if your heart is at peace, and you feel good in your heart, you're a happy person. How many people have everything but their heart hurts? Yeah. <laughs> See, you talk about that. You talk about like three branches, you know, like your head, your heart, and your balls, right? And everyone's stuck in their heads, right? You, and it's, it's just kind of like how everything works, right? You, you're kind of born into the world, and it's like you got to put stuff in your head, right? And it's just, that's just how it is, right? And we kind of lose what we really want. We kind of think they're the same thing, but they're really not, right? You got to... They're not. It's what you've been told and then manipulated to do based on the most insidious form of slavery, which is fear. Fear and then guilt, which is an offshoot of fear, but it's a very closely tied one. So you do what you're supposed to do because you're afraid of the boogeyman that the world has told you about. You're not going to have health insurance. Guess what? I, I just got health insurance. I have four kids. We're fucking fine. If you live fearfully, bad shit's going to happen to you. You're not going to have health insurance. What about your pension plan? How are you going to pay for your kid's college? How are you going to fear, 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 fear? Or honor to those who have served you. Guilt. Well, my parents did this for me. They did that for me. My dad wants me to. So guilt. Those are all manifestations of the ego. Because there's no fear or guilt in the heart. The heart is love. It's pure pureness. So It's a sad thing when we've 
Well, we've created a, a magnificent society, I suppose. It's all relative. But it's a horrible thing when the individual units of that society are poisoned by the fears that keep them shackled to a system as if they're slaves. And it's like, if we could break out of that fucking fear, life will be beautiful. Even if you just have a little bit. You don't need much. You talk about how you want to blend these things together. And it's funny, right? Like, we, we haven't found our heart, right? Yeah. And that, we could totally tie that into our physical being. Everyone's hunched over, right? Yes. Our, our heart is hidden, right? It's, it's, it, it might be a coincidence, but at the same time, it's still there, right? We can see it. It's right? not a coincidence. I mean, if you study the, the, the ancient forms of meditation and exercise, which were blended, meditation and exercise weren't, when you, when you study martial arts, Qigong, yoga, tai chi, it's movement, it's meditation through movement. Yeah. Because the body is the fucking mind. I've said this so many times. And you literally have parts of your body that have emotional content tied to it. Emotions happen through the body. That's why it's called e-motion. It's motion. Yeah. It's happening here. And if you have pain emotionally, it shows up physically in your body. If you need concrete evidence, or if you have the slightest bit of imagination to put two and two together and get fucking four, just look at the brain. Yeah. It's liter it literally looks like a flower tied to its stem, yeah. the spinal cord, that roots itself in the soil of the body. Just look at the nervous human nervous system. The soil through which the, 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 the flowering of the mind is created is in our body. So, if the body is, if you've got poor soil, what kind of fruit are you going to have? Yeah. And vice versa. So the body has to be well cared for. And that means stretching, that means exercising, that means breathing deeply. I always talk about breathing into your balls. You understand that, right? It means having a soft enough muscular system that you literally massage your organs way down into your pelvic floor with each breath that you take. Yeah. It's difficult to walk around that way, but you can practice through the exercises I teach, through yoga breathing, through qigong breathing. This is where we have to go back with regard to exercise. Not lifting, I love lifting, but, but we don't need any more meatheads. We need more people with sensitive, strong bodies that are able to carry them through life in a creative, grounded fashion. And that's really my mission.